0: table with abram and aisha hi
1: everyone welcome back we are here again and we have i think a special show we also have a uh, special guest we're going to continue on with what we talked about concerning fear and uh but before we get started abram do you want to inter- introduce our special guest
0: yeah it is my sister-in-law for now 15 years I know it's exactly the same as us being married. I just wanted to say that. So, Jam, go ahead and say something.
2: Hi, everyone. Good morning. Uh, My name is Jamila Barry, and I am excited to be here this morning.
0: Yeah, we were talking um, earlier in the week about today's show, and she was really amped up about the last show <laughs> and kind of gave us some direction on what to do today. And I just felt, you know what? You want to come on the show? <laughs> Sounds like you got something to say. And then she's like, oh, you may need to pray. I don't got to pray because what I hear right now, people need to hear that. So we brought her on and she said, um, yeah, let's, let's do it. And here she is, Jam.
2: Yes, I, I was. I was really, really i guess you could say amped up i called um aisha and i had just listened to the podcast i think i was probably a day late listening to it but you know i just woke up that morning i'm like lord i just really need to spend some real good time with you so i had my time with the lord and um i said oh yeah i missed the podcast so i pulled it up started listening to it and and i mean instantly i was like oh this is gonna be a good one because i really think that people christians all of us we don't realize what fear looks like and i was telling aisha and abe that i'm like you know sometimes we just don't know that it's really fear but i know one thing it's a root to everything and so those things that we don't realize what it is or we can't put our finger on it or anything like that usually if you pull back some layers you'll figure out what it is and a lot of times it is fear fear can look like so many different things and um i don't know who said i don't know if it was aisha or abe who said it but fear can cause you to self-sabotage Fear can cause you to, to try to be in control of things. And sometimes when we try to control things, we don't allow the Lord to do what he needs to do because we just think, oh, I got this. I If I control it, then I know the next steps. But if we put our trust in something or someone mm-hmm. we cannot see, then, you know, it's hard for us to relinquish that control, yeah. <laughs> you know, so. But that, when we do that, you are allowing yourself to open these doors of self-sabotage, of fear. Absolutely, you would definitely open up the door of fear because then you don't know what's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. And none of us like to really say, oh, I'm scared. Oh, I, I I don't I don't know. So I don't. None of us, especially us Christians, who we are just <laughs> holier than thou, and our spiritual walk is just up to par. How dare we let ev- anyone know that we in fear of something? So you know, I just called and I'm like, y'all not done with this. Oh, y'all y'all cannot be done with this thing because it is it is serious, especially at the time that we're living in right now. It is really important for us to not be blinded by fear because that's what the devil wants to do. He has an agenda. And if we don't recognize fear, then we will, oh gosh, we, we are allowing ourselves to become, to allow the devil to be our father. And I know we don't want to do that.
0: I told y'all she had something to say.
2: Right, she just went right on in. Yeah, I'm like,
0: <laughs> um, you do going to give it back? I'm joking. I'm joking.
1: No, it was good though. It was really good. And she's right. She called and I mean she was amped up when I answered the phone and was like, Y'all not finished yet. And Abram and I over here, like, Well, what are we gonna talk about this week? (laughs) And she's like, Y'all not finished. No, you you know, you just scratching the surface. So because of that, she calls both Abram and I. I think I said in the last podcast that it will do all of us a world of good to just begin to uh, see how many times fear is mentioned in the Bible, and, and what does it actually say, and uh, how do we actually deal with this. In the King James Version, I hear that it's mentioned over 500 times, and then the actual phrase, fear not, I hear that it's actually mentioned 365 times, and I thought, now you know what, Lord, that is good. That every day we should start our day with first praising him, worshiping him, loving him, and then reminding ourselves to not to fear, to fear not, you know, because that's something that you do have to deal with on a daily basis. So uh, we'll get right into some of the scriptures that spoke to us and and how and why they spoke to us. But I think our key scriptures, one of the ones we used last week, and that's first John chapter four. And that's verse 18. And the King James Version speaks about that there's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. But then I think I read it from the Amplified because it was really good. And the Amplified Version says, there's no fear in love. Dread does not exist. But perfect, complete, full-grown love drives out fear. Full-grown love drives out fear, pushes it out because fear involves the expectation of divine punishment so the one who is afraid of god's judgment is not perfected in love has not grown into a sufficient understanding of god's love and if you read i went back and went and read that entire first john chapter four chapter uh first john chapter four chapter funny and as i was reading it i mean you know, a lot of us we just take one scripture out the Bible and then and we we just take it and that, and that's what we that's what we you know live on. But you really need to read the whole chapter to see what is it talking about and. I mean, if you go back up, it's talking about how greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. It's talking about you knowing the Lord and, yeah. and knowing the love of the Father. It's talking about all of that before it gets to this point that says there's no fear in love. And perfect love casts out fear. And so that is the main way to get rid of fear is knowing the Lord and knowing him and loving him. And when you love him and you know him, fear does not have to exist because then you have that understanding you have that trust that the Lord is with me
2: and he is on my side I think we have when we don't understand the love that the Lord has for us I think that's where we miss it because we look at love as a worldly thing like you you kind of compare love with I don't know maybe your spouse love your love that you have for your child or something like that but the love that the Lord has it goes beyond that it goes it, it is no end to his love. And when we don't accept the love that we that he has for us, we are literally rejecting him. We're mm-hmm. rejecting him and when we reject him, we're saying, "Lord, you're not my father." You're not my father. And I think that's that's what it is, not understanding the love that the Lord has for us, not really, really recognizing it and just embracing that, you know, because we're trying to compare it to a worldly love, and it's not, it's not that. It's not that, you know, because a worldly love, the love that people give is conditional. Yeah. It's conditional, it's it's a, a a give and take kind of thing. What you do for me? You know, if you do this for me, oh, I know you love me because you did this. Well, Jesus did the ultimate thing. He gave his life. He gave his life. Ain't nobody around here trying to get a life. No. (laughs) Nobody has done that. He gave his life for us. He took all of our sins, the ones that we don't even realize that we may do. We don't even know all the sin that we will do. And he took on all of that. Now that's love. And if you think about that kind of love, then, oh gosh, why wouldn't you want to accept that? Well, we don't mm-hmm. because we don't think that we're worthy. Well, yeah. Jesus don't care. He don't care if you're worthy or not. He still did it. That's the kind of love I want. <laughs> yeah. You know?
0: I remember when I, my first child was born. And people can tell you, I'm sure Aisha can, how smitten I was. Uh, Janae, Likewise. our baby girl, our number one. And man, it, it touched me so much. I, I cried. I don't care. I cried. Not because, you know, I'm sad or anything. Of course not. You know, some people, they cry because they have kids, you know. But it was just a, an amazing. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. They, they do. Some people you know, cry because they have kids. <laughs> you know they do. You know some of them do. Or some of, Ooh, some of y'all funny. do, you know. It's <laughs> <That's> funny. <laughs> but um, I remember just holding holding her, and I just like the love that I had. I hadn't that love that emotion. I've only I've been a son. My love for my mother, brothers, sisters, um, sister, and my wife. That's about it. But. To have your own child for me that was a different type of love that i experienced that i that my heart was going to this this little uh child this baby and it meant so much i'm like wow this this is mu- this must be how the father feels in some way i'm sure it's way greater than what i felt and i couldn't yeah. i can't even imagine how he feels for us for him to go and send his own son to get us back from from the devil from yeah. sin that we may now cry abba father my love for my first daughter my brother was asking me he's like it's still new and she was i don't know how old she was you would think that the um the old the what they call it the 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 new car smell had worn off Mm -hmm. so to speak no it did not wear off and i'm like no it's still here it was like my, my you know, people and they like females and all that are or, or uh, men. Their no, we say their nose in there. They up in the clouds. They, mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's, it's like I'm in I'm in it's bliss right now. Yeah, and experiencing with my my firstborn and the second born I'll say and the third and the third. You, we, you, we, didn't, we, you
1: didn't change. <laughs> no, I did. Well, well, they just not wrapped around his finger. I mean, he's not wrapped around their finger anymore. So that part, he he, yeah. you know, but, but uh, the same love that, is there. That
0: love that I had and it made me understand. Wow. This is must this must be how the father feels, Mm -hmm. even more so that I can cherish this child and there was it would be nothing that I would not do for my daughter. Mm -hmm. Nothing. How much more? Jesus says that no greater love is to lay down your life for the brethren. Mm -hmm. I would lay down my life for my daughter, Mm -hmm. for any of my children. Mm -hmm. And of course, we are the children of God. Yeah. We're the sons of God and daughters. And so he did that and he and Jesus demonstrated that to the disciples and and to us. And just to know that kind of love it, it is it is so precious. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we don't get that emotion and we don't get that experience sometimes with our own children. So you kind of disconnected at times whether the baby came at the wrong time and just life mm-hmm. is, yeah. is is just That's taking true. away that part of yeah. that love that should be there. But when you experience that, you can kind of understand how the, the Father feels right. for us. And then, of course, you can read it, and then the Lord can show you, and you can cry out to the Father, and you can cry, our Father, to show me this love, To, to and he's giving you this love. And we just have to understand, like Jim said, that we are sons of God, that his love is in us. He wants us to experience it.
1: Mm-hmm. You wonder, well, how how y'all start talking about love? And I thought we were supposed to be talking about fear here, but that's the thing. Because the word tells us that perfect love casts out fear. Mm-hmm. And so it's the direct, it's the what, antibody, it's the, um, what do you call that? It's the serum, the, the, the anti-serum or the antidote. You know, it's it's what, it's it's the need, it's what um, handles and, and mm-hmm. completely eradicates fear. It's when you know the love of God yeah. and you understand the love of God. And um, the only way you can do that is by learning of him. It was funny because I think it was just this, was it just this, weekend? Yes, this week? It was just this weekend. we talked about how we can do a, a different podcast with, with marriages where we say, oh, we got to live this first. But the idea of it was really good. We were talking, anybody who's listened to the podcast or anybody who knows me knows I love to read books. And so I read a lot of books, a lot of, um, um, I read a lot of Christian fiction novels and, um, and even my sister, she has said it that I'm a romantic at heart, and I really am. And Abram will always say, "I don't, I never, I don't know you, I don't know you." So we were kind of laughing about that. And I was on the phone with another sister in law, and as he was saying that, it was he said something, and before he said it, he kind of slapped his head like, "Oh man, what did I just get myself into?" And he mentioned about reading, um, reading one of the books that I read. And I was like, that is a great idea because it, it can take him into my world, so to speak, and how yeah. I think. And and so we were talking about that and we were laughing because I said, yeah, it'll help you learn of me. And then yeah, Abel, and, a,
0: and a, a light bulb just went off. It's like I had an epiphany and I'm like, wait, Jesus said, take upon my yoke and um, my burdens are like, learn of me, He said, learn of me. Mm-hmm and I'm like Whoa. learn of me in the same manner we're supposed to learn of Jesus and his ways and the father and who he is and everything about him and and what he's done for us I'm supposed to learn of my wife I'm supposed to know who she is get to know my wife what does she like to do she likes to read books what type of books okay she likes these you can explain what type of books you like
1: it's usually a Christian romance because yeah. some of them other romances you can't You know, I'm not trying to
0: have a and, spiritual flush out and I'm like wow all this time I've been married 15 going on 16 years and I've, I've read that scripture many many times and then that day it just highlighted learn of me that's what I'm supposed to do with the father with yeah. Jesus mm-hmm. and I shouldn't tell do that with my wife with my spouse you know, as I began to... Uh, and, wait, and as you, before you continue, yeah. and as I do learn of Jesus, those fears begin to leave because you, you become confident in who Jesus is That's and who right. you are and who your father is. And as you learn of your wife, you begin to know what things she likes and your relationship will grow from learning of her. Yeah. We think that we just live with each other and okay, what's your favorite color? All this surface mess. It don't mean that you really know her. You're not learning of her. You're not knowing who she really is or he is. Yeah. And as that is so much in learn of me, it, it sounds as you know what? Learn of me just three words, but yet it entails so much it does. that mm-hmm. it can open up people's marriages, their relationships with one another. Mm-hmm. And it, re- it would really help them to, to grow in marriage. Yeah,
1: that's so true. And, when I was doing my studying on different scriptures, almost every scripture that I, I came across, there's so many in there, but every scripture that I came across and that I, um, that I chose, it spoke about fear and do not fear. But then it always gave the reason why you don't have to. Mm-hmm. So like Psalm 118.6 is one of the scriptures that I came up with and that I uh, in my research. And it says, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? See, so that's that part of learning of him. When you realize that he'll never leave you nor forsake you, you have no reason to fear. You have no reason to um, dread about what the day is going to bring or what your future will be like. Because Jesus said that this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. He said in the letters through his, through his uh, apostles that, um, Apostle Paul and in, in, in Colossians, that my life, your life is hidden in my hands. So the whole point, the uh, Proverbs three, such a good scripture. But in 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 that chapter, it talks about don't be afraid of the sudden news. But earlier in that chapter, when I, mean, I talked, I talked about going reading the whole deal to get the full the fullness of what that scripture is saying but early in there it talks about trusting in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him for he shall direct your path you know be not wise in your own eyes fear the Lord that's Mm -hmm. that that reverential fear that's that respect that love Mm -hmm. love the Lord fear the Lord respect him and depart from evil Mm -hmm. you know it talks about that and then later on the scripture says, so when you lie down, you should not be afraid. How many people can't get good rest because their their brains won't turn off? Mm. They're constantly being tormented by whatever it is they're going through in their life whatever is happening in their marriage, whatever is going on personally in just their own life, at their jobs, with their children. And so they they can't get any restful sleep. But the word says when you lie down, you should not be afraid. Yea, you shall lie down and your sleep shall be sweet. Be not afraid of sudden fear, that sudden news that you get. You may go to the doctor and you get sudden news that you are... um, you have a major health crisis mm-hmm. that could be deadly and now you now fear immediately becomes to set mm-hmm. comes in and sets in you know just just takes hold of you but the bible says be not afraid of sudden fear neither the destillation of the wicked when it comes why again when every time all the scriptures that i've seen every time it talks about fear it gives the reason why you don't have yeah. to and verse 26 says for the lord shall be your confidence mm-hmm and shall keep your foot from being taken." When you learn of Him, when you really begin to know Him, then those things, we face it every single day. Our future is uncertain. You know, we don't know what's going to happen. It's, it's certain in the Lord, but we don't know, you know, the day ins and day outs, and we try to figure things out. We always, Jamila said that earlier, you know, we, we want control. We want control over everything. And I do believe that as a result of fear, because if I can control this, then I can control the outcome. But in reality, that is deceit. You're lying
2: to yourself. Absolutely. And I think too, we try to control it because we, if we control it, we feel like that we'll know the outcome and none of us want to be embarrassed or be shamed. So when you try to control it, it's like, okay, well, at least I know, you know, what, what the outcome will be. But did you do y'all know that fear enslaves you? You know, did, just think about that. It it does. I have a scripture here that was really good. It's Isaiah 54, 4. And I believe this is the amplified. It says, do not be afraid. You will not be put to shame do not fear disgrace. You will not be humiliated. You will forget the shame of your youth and remember no more the reproach of your widowhood. And that scripture really, it really did something to my heart because I remember coming into Christ. You know, people that know me, I was in the world. Okay, you know, our jam was in the world. And when I was coming into Christ, i had to literally give everything and everybody up and you know when you do that people be like she ain't even for real here she go again here she go she trying to act like she this and that but i know her because she did that see the devil wants you to remember your old self He wants you to go back to your old self, that old man. But the Lord has delivered you from the old man and he says, behold, now he makes all things new. So now you need to walk in the new man, that's who you are, that's your spirit. And so I'm like, I remember I used to pray and I used to call out to the Lord and say, Lord, don't let me be shamed. Don't let me be, I was so afraid because I thought that I was gonna go back. Mm -hmm. See, these people who who were supposedly my friends see they wanted me to go back see if if i would go back then i won't make them look bad Mm -hmm. i I wouldn't put any light on their sin but it had nothing to do with them it had everything to do with me and i think we don't want to be shamed we don't want to be embarrassed so we if we have control then at least i will kind i will know the outcome I would know the outcome. And another scripture says, y'all, I'm just like, really? Uh, no, go I ahead. just feel like I'm just on fire for the Lord right now. But in Psalm 34, 4, it says, I hey, sought. Hey, that was my scripture. Really?
0: Yeah, go ahead. You got it.
2: <laughs> Come on now, brother in law. Okay, it says, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears but what stood out was i sought the lord Mm -hmm. see it's something that we have to do first if we want to overcome fear if we want to be able to combat fear we need to know what to do this david said i sought the Lord. That means he went after him. He seeks him. He, everything in him, he would not stop until he knew like, Lord, I know you here. And listen, you can, sometimes you have to be at a point to where you say, I'm not going to leave Lord. I'm going to sit right here until you speak to me. Cause I know you can see, we have to be crazy in love with the Lord, crazy in love with the word that we believe whatever it says, even, even when we don't understand the word, even when it sounds like just I don't know Korean, <laughs> anything you know. But if we seek the Lord, He will answer you. Do you believe that? Do you believe that He will answer you? Because if you don't believe it, then you haven't really sought the Lord the way you should.
0: And also, your faith is gonna, for negative or positive, whatever you whatever you believe or don't believe, that's mm-hmm. what you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we just look at is, oh my faith in in this or whatever i'm, I'm trying to believe that but if you are trying to you're not going to get it because faith is is what's in us you know yeah. the bible jesus talks about what's in you it will come out essentially and that's why jam says you have to seek the lord mm-hmm. where it says seek him seek him and you shall find him mm-hmm. you know and also you know knock and that door should be opened of course we can continue on on that lines but if you don't seek him If you don't ask them, if you're not knocking, you won't get it. It's almost seems like when we read the Bible, we just these are words on a page, and it's going to happen for us. No, it's more than just words. It's something we have to do with this word that we read. It has to become us. And a lot of times, it's like this disconnect that we can't understand to why we can get in a situation. We just get into I read it, but it ain't happening. Then what? What are you doing? what is we doing? You know, go ahead. I you have something to say?
1: Mm-hmm. No, you guys are good. I'm over okay. here. just listening. Well, go um,
0: ahead. Okay. Um, since we it sound like this is scripture time, um, <laughs> <laughs> there was one that I looked up. Um, uh, it was, uh, Exodus fourteen thirteen, where Moses is telling the people, he says, fear not stand still. What does Jesus say? Peace be still
1: mm-hmm.
0: all the time. They're in, they're in the, um, in the ship and i guess some hurricane or something he's like jesus do you care that we that we perish and he said peace be still and he calmed the winds and before you know it they was already at the at the shore and he says see the salvation of the lord which he will show you today and then also it talks about the egyptians whom ye have seen ye shall see them again no more forever whatever is plaguing us, whatever is bothering us, whatever we s- stand up at night, our minds, our anxiety, our, the stress that comes with whatever we're, we're thinking about the situation. He says, you will see them again no more. Mm-hmm. They have been enslaving these people for 400 years. How mm-hmm. can you tell me that I'm going to see this no more? Mm-hmm. That is total, utter deliverance, salvation. Mm-hmm. That is God. That is Jesus. And if we can think on those things when— Oh, you get a, like, a jam. I mean, Aisha was saying you get bad news of something. Sudden news is bad. Think on those things. Jesus, mm-hmm. God said to Moses, you will see them no more. Mm-hmm. Like, it is a surety. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, we know that the Egyptians saw, they saw them no more. They weren't afflicting yeah. them anymore. Yeah. And then at the end of it says, the Lord shall fight for you mm-hmm. and ye shall hold your peace. You mm-hmm. won't get in up in arms about what's happening you won't be dismayed you won't cry and your whole life won't be stolen from this emotion or this situation that is coming to to bring you fear
1: and again you know i always talk about look at the context of the scripture this scripture that abram just um gave in exodus 14 13 it's 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 like the highlight of the escape of of the israelites it's, um, the Egyptians are now in pursuit of the Israelites as they were, as they, as the Lord delivered them from the land of Egypt. Mm -hmm. He just talked about how they were enslaved enslaved for over 400 years. So, and at this particular point, now they can hear Pharaoh's chariots, all the horses. They are in pursuit of the Israelites. Mm -hmm. And then here they are, you got a million people. Okay. And they're right at the red sea and it looks like there is no way of of escape mm-hmm. and all you hear behind you is the horses
0: coming after you and right here the people if they had got close they're probably yelling and cussing and i'm gonna kill you <laughs> you know yeah. i'm sure you you it know, was a very know, frightful thing think,
1: think about the movie set it up in your mind you know <laughs> And here, here it is. And then what does Moses say to the people? Because guess what? Moses sought the Lord. One thing that the Bible talks about Moses is that he, um, he sought the face of God. He was one of the most meekest men on the earth. Um, and he spent Hours and hours with the Lord, and so he stands up and I don't have that kind of time.
0: I don't have that kind of time.
1: Well, you got 15 minutes at least. Start with the 15 minutes.
0: You in quarantine, yeah, you do.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's right, exactly. Um, but and so then Moses stands up and says, Fear ye not stand still and see the salvation of the Lord and of course many of us know this 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 Bible story and we just look at it as a story but this was real life this happened this actually happened but it says fear not and then what does Moses do then the Lord begins to instruct Moses and he tells him lift up your rod and then what happens the the Red Sea parts it parts see here's the thing when you know jesus he will make a way of an escape for you it doesn't matter what he has to do and that's the exciting part about walking in a christian life my mother-in-law always says the lord has a tailor made deliverance for you this was a tailor-made deliverance for the israelites but he has a tailor-made deliverance for you as well and no matter what situation you're in no matter what you're going through it's not going to look like what he did for jam it's not going to look like what he did for me or Abram. it's a tailor made deliverance for you because he knows you personally and he knows he knows how to get your attention he knows how to make it make it stick for you to where you you won't ever forget this
0: and how does he know he's our father you know we um you hear the saying and you you can continue if you have something else to say we say I know you better than you know yourself Mm -hmm. you know who knows that it's usually the parents Mm -hmm. that know their children we can kind of see the the different things the thing that's in them it's in us Mm -hmm. it comes from us Mm -hmm. and so when they're doing certain things it's like yeah I I knew I knew You, you gonna need some help here that's why you can see in different life the parents try to you know Steering steer them to the left mm-hmm. or the right because they already walked that path right and i always say their parents and old people are almost like the almanac of life which i don't understand why young people don't listen to them but i didn't either at times but you know we, we grow over there and so that's how jesus can say those or the father can say those things yes
1: yeah so back to this scripture it says you know fear not stand still and see the salvation of the lord and then he tells them that you will see them no more and i'm sure they're like how in the world all we have in front of us is a this vast sea
0: yeah we're gonna see them no more because we're gonna be dead right,
1: right? <laughs> that's what they probably think right exactly but then the lord does this fantastic delivery of of getting them into safety, so the Red Sea opens up. The Israelites are walking on the sea on dry ground, no mud, no nothing. They not their foots are not sinking in the sand. They yeah. are literally walking on dry dry ground. A ton of people, okay, a ton I, of
0: people, and it was a ton of water there before.
1: And can you even imagine the sight? That just if they lift, look to their left or look to their right, the sea is standing up in front of them. And it's like a wall, and you can see all the the uh, fish and the sharks and the whales. I mean, I can even just imagine the sight. But then they're walking on this dry ground. They get across, but guess who is also walking on that dry ground? The, the Pharaoh and his army. They're still in pursuit of the Israelites, and they're also on that dry ground. But guess what? When that last person got off, onto the other side that sea went back that sea came down with a vengeance and guess what happened the word of the Lord was fulfilled and he and what he said you would not see them anymore that's exactly what happened because they end up drowning in that sea the Bible says forever O Lord is your word established the Bible says that your word would not return unto me void. It would not come back empty handed. It would not come back unanswered. That's why you must love the truth. Our pastor uh, says this all the time. You must love the truth. And what is truth? It is the living word of God. It is, it is Jesus the Christ. My father likes to say Jesus the Christ, <laughs> the anointed one, and it, it just cracks me up. But it is him. That's who it is. And that's why you don't have to be afraid or you don't have to um, have anxiety and have all these worries and have all of this. Once you get to know him, that is the reason why you do not have to go into bondage anymore, because now the spirit of the father, if you receive him, if you don't know him, if you don't know him, your first and foremost thing to do is to receive Jesus. Jesus as your lord and savior and then when you have that then you have a spirit of liberty i think jam has the scripture
2: i do it's romans eight fifteen, and this i think this goes really really um good with what aisha was saying um it says the spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again Rather, the the spirit you receive brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him, we cry, Abba, Father. I just think about the Israelites. See, they were slaves. They were slaves, but the Lord was delivering them. So he's saying to us that, the spirit that we have, it does not make you a slave for you to be in fear again. Mm-hmm. It's saying that my spirit is, is here to deliver you. My spirit is here because you are now my son. So why would you want to go back and be enslaved by fear? Mm-hmm. No, don't go back. Go forward with the Lord because now you you have become of him. I think in one of um your other podcasts, I was talking about dwelling in the Lord and about how what's the scripture abe when it says um i abide in you and you abide in me
0: i believe it may be john 14 15
2: 15. that's and when it's talking about abiding in jesus and we abide so it's like we we are in him and he is in us don't go back and be a slave to fear Mm -hmm. to sin To don't be a slave hey accept this sonship, because this is what's going to deliver you. This is how you're going to know how to go forth. And the Lord is going to instruct you just like he instructed Moses exactly what to do. And and when you were talking about in Proverbs, how it says, that um, don't trust in your own self, basically. Don't trust in your own way. See, we we like to do that because we feel like it's we're comfortable in doing it. But the Lord says that my way is higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Can you imagine if Moses was just going to try to do it his way? He was not going to part that sea. He would <laughs> not have lifted up that rod and parted that sea. He wouldn't even have even thought of that. All he could think of was run. <laughs> but you can only run so far
0: <laughs> which he did for 40 years earlier <laughs>
2: You know what I'm saying? So if we put our trust in the Lord, if we seek him, if we abide in him, these are things that we must do. Mm -hmm. If we don't do that, then we will be a slave to fear. And if that's that is the devil's agenda, you know that that's the devil's plan for your life. If he can keep you in fear, he gets to blind you from the truth. And if you be blinded, if you're blinded, you can't see. You're not going to be able to see. You're not going to be able to think straight and when you're in fear fear has all these different things that come with it it is it's like this imagine a tree and the fear is is the the root right and all the branches what comes in, a double double minus how the devil plays with your mind when you know the word in your heart but your mind is contrary to what the word is saying and so now that's that's what happens and what the bible say uh, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways that means there's no peace when the lord is saying that he will give you peace don't fear don't fear be in peace well then what does the devil say well he give you all these different thoughts he gets you scared he gets you you ain't even, you crazy you just feeling crazy is always going to be contrary to what the word says. So don't don't root don't be rooted in fear, but be rooted in the word of God. And that way, you will on that tree. If you're rooted in the word of God, then you know where well, you're gonna have peace. You're gonna have joy. You know what I mean? You're, you're not going to be double-minded. You're going to be able to think straight because your thoughts will become the thoughts of the Lord because that's what you dwell in. You dwell in him. And I can go on and
0: on. So yeah, let we me see. pass
2: <laughs> the mic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, A scripture, again, mm-hmm. that speaks upon what she was just saying, just to illustrate it a little more if you didn't get it from her, which you probably did. But I'm going to beat this horse. Um, Deuteronomy 31. 8 yeah 31 8 it says and the lord he it is that doth go before thee
1: Mm.
0: he will be with thee. he will not fail thee neither Mm. forsake Mm. thee fear not neither be dismayed Mm, mm, mm. and when you
1: sounds like that yeah and
0: so when you Mm. have that mindset not even mindset that's in your heart because you have sought him you have read his word you have spent time with him you are dwelling in him and i feel that We will never get away from talking about dwelling in the Lord ever on this podcast Mm -mm. because that's that is where you are are strengthened. That is where these words are are meaningful. That is where you begin to believe them. Yeah, you can read it, but we don't we don't believe the first time. Maybe you do. Maybe just a person that can. But for the most part, we're not because this is something that is foreign. It says Jesus came came from a faraway place, a faraway land. And it is so far that we can't even fathom the things that he knows and what he's about. So we got to read it and get it into us. And it's not just in our minds, it's in our spirit. And that's another thing that we can go on, but we're not to to this morning. And so when you are spending time with him, you are being strengthened in this word and Mm -hmm. you won't, you won't fear. You'll be perfect love that we know casts out fear, as I just said. You'll begin to see the Mm -hmm. love of God that He has for us. That if we have that, we won't have to fear because that love that is in God and Jesus in us now, just like our daughter, our daughters, and your children, they know that you will do anything for them. Anything. There is sometimes that, you know, they just want things. And we're not talking about those things, it's what we need they needed deliverance we need deliverance that is why jesus came for us because we needed to be delivered from from death we won't go on anything. We we needed to be delivered from from hell and death from satan we needed yeah. to be delivered and that's what jesus is
1: mm-hmm. well y'all this was really good and i'm sure we can go on and yeah, we on could. and on and if the lord so decides we will but what I want to do right before we end, I want to just briefly go over and list all the scriptures that we went over this morning so that you all can go back and do an in-depth study yourself on on fear. And then I want to leave you with a scripture that, that, that I want to leave you with the words of Jesus. But the scriptures we went over today was 1 John 4, verse 18, Psalm 118, verse 6, Proverbs 3. 24 through 26 romans 8 15 isaiah 54 4 psalms 34 4 exodus 14 13 and deuteronomy 31 8 and notice these scriptures are both in the old covenant and the new covenant so it is all written in there and Lise, i want to leave you with the words of jesus that bless me and there's a there's a truth in here that i think everyone needs to know John chapter 14 verse 1 says let not your heart be troubled Jesus is speaking to you let not your heart be troubled you believe in God believe also in me Mm -hmm. and I chose that particular one because I hear so many people say I believe in God I believe in God Mm -hmm. there's many gods out there Mm -hmm. but what did Jesus say you believe in God believe also in me Mm -hmm. because he's the son of God Mm -hmm. and he says no man has seen the Father but me. But if you see me, you see the Father. And the Father is love. He is your answer. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes into the Father but by him. Know him, receive him, learn of him, and love him. And fear will have no room in your life. Amen.